This morning, take your Bibles, turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I'm going to give you a lot of deep theological preaching today. I mean, it's going to be deep. You got a Bible, honey? You, you got a Bible? Give her a Bible, Jimmy. Oh, you got Okay. All right. I'd like to have something real profound to say to you about right now, but I don't. I'm just waiting on the Lord. He hasn't given me anything to. So we just have to read the Bible, see what the Lord says. If you're at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, if you'd stand, please, we'll have the reading of God's Word. Now, when we get to verse 17, I want you to read that. A very familiar verse. Some of you don't even know how to have a Bible. You know that verse. All right. Uh, Wherefore we labor, that whether present or absent, that we may be accepted of him in verse 9. Verse 10 says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. Now you need to underline that in your Bible. Because sometimes uh, we forget. Knowing the terror. Now God is love. We preach the love of God. But could I say to you this morning that God is also a God of terror? And I say to you this morning that uh, uh, God has some expectations uh, out of our lives. And so he said, we persuade men... But we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your consciences. For we commend not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to glory on our behalf, that you may have somewhat to answer them which glory in appearance and not in heart. Now you run into a lot of those. Uh, For whether it be beside ourselves, it is uh, to God, or whether we be sober, it is for your cause. For the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judged that if one died for all, then we're all dead. And that he died for all that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth know we, no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. And all things are of God, which hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And now here, a line underline again, has given us to us the ministry of reconciliation. I don't believe it just said he has given to the preacher or the deacons or the Sunday school teachers, the ministry. I believe he's referring to that fellow that uh, in verse 17, if any man. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for the word of God. Thank you for these folks that have come this morning. And Lord, I pray you just uh, stir our hearts, help us to give us something, Lord, uh, that could help us to be able to grow and to be able to, uh, Lord, be solidified in our faith in you. And uh, 
that we could be able to minister the grace of God to the world. Now, our Father, we realize here this morning there are aching hearts. We realize there are those here this morning, Lord, that are facing difficulties in their life that uh, seemingly, Lord, that uh, there's no answer. But I pray that you would, uh, Lord, give victory to each one. I pray that they realize that in Christ Jesus uh, that there is a victory. And so I pray for each one. I pray for that one that may be lost. Lord, that if they're here, they know that they need a Savior, that, uh, Lord, you would convict them of their sin, and that they would, uh, Lord, to call upon you in a time that uh, they, you may be able to hear it, to be found. And we'll thank you for all you do. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I guess this morning, I, probably none of you remember, uh, last week I had an article in the bulletin. I'm just going to preach the article from the bulletin. Because uh, I knew that nobody would remember what it was. But I had an article considering the, the life that you're now living. Considering the life you're now living in. And my message this morning is uh, simply checkup time. And I, uh, into that, uh, uh, I have been going to the doctor. And uh, I've got to go back this Tuesday for the last three weeks. I have been on Tuesday going to the doctor to get uh, some injection. Now, I go this uh, coming Tuesday to get a checkup. See how I'm doing. Now, what I want to hear today is that uh, I want to check up on you. You need to have a checkup. And uh, in that, uh, uh, you find that we, we go to the doctor. Why we go to have a checkup? We'll check our health condition, don't we? Now, is, is your blood pressure high? Uh, is your, uh, 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 oh boy, uh, I'm going to get shot on this, but uh, uh, what about that? Lord, don't want me to say who it was. All right, so I won't. Anyway, uh, uh, we, we, we go to the doctor because we got problems, and uh, we go to that uh, because that uh, we uh, take medicine, and uh, we want to be made well, don't we? And uh, oftentimes, uh, I ha- now I have a physical doctor. Uh, I think he's a quack sometimes, uh, but uh, he's not doing me a whole lot of good. But hey, I go to get checked up. Now into that here this morning, uh, we have a, a, an opportunity. We have a spiritual doctor that I hope that you uh, are being checked up by. I hope you have gone to him to be checked up to see how uh, the life you are living uh, Paul said, therefore, uh, we, uh, if uh, we persuade uh, men knowing uh, the terror of the Lord, uh, since Scripture is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, it might be profitable to us to have a checkup about our spiritual condition. I know what condition my physical condition is. I tell the doctor, well, from my belt up, I'm fine. I'm uh, on that. But, but boy, uh, from my belt down, my legs goes numb. My foot goes numb. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wreck. Uh, uh, in, in your spiritual life, where are you at? If you went to the, to the, the great physician, uh, and by the way, there's no greater physician than the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we believe that he can work through doctrine. We believe he can work through uh, prayers. We, we have seen many a time God bring healing uh, to folks through prayer here of our church. That's why we have Wednesday night prayer meeting. You don't come because uh, you don't maybe believe that, but we believe that you can get healed. Uh, we believe that God answers prayers. Uh, uh, we start this coming Wednesday. We have a new prayer list out. And I looked at my old prayer list and I, about over half of the requests have been fulfilled. 
uh, uh, that. Uh, and so we, we pray for sake. We believe in that. Uh, we believe it. we have a physician that we need to go to to check up. Now, Paul said into that, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. And I want to just talk about some things that accompany salvation. Look at Hebrews, uh, I think, chapter 6 real quickly there. Uh, if you, it's uh, 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 right there before you get to Peter and before you get to James and uh, before you get to Revelation and it's after Genesis. Uh, so you ought not have any trouble finding it, but I'm having all kinds. Uh, all right, uh, look at... Uh, Oh, somewhere down there about uh, verse 8. I think it is. Uh, uh, knowing, uh, verse 9 says this. But beloved. I like that word, don't you? Don't you like it too, when your husband or your wife says, Boy, you're my beloved. And that, don't you know the Lord has gives that word to us? That we are beloved of the Lord. I'm one of God's beloved Aren't you? You say, nobody loves me. Well, if you're saved, God loves you. I don't know why. You know, in that, it's hard to understand. But that, that word, he said, but beloved, we are persuaded, now get this, better things of you. And things that, now here, underline that word, accompany salvation. Now, your salvation ought to have some company, oughtn't it? You like company? Well, we'll get into that. We'll see if you do. Uh, and into that, thus we thus speak. Now, uh, in that, a new man in Christ, or something ought to accompany, you ought to have some company if you're a new person in Christ, aren't you? If any man's in Christ, uh, it talks about something that accompanies salvation. And when a person is saved, some things that uh, ought to show up as a result of conversion. Are you with me? Landon, are you with me? Davis, you with me? I know Cecil is. Uh, a desire into that. Now, into that, I, I talked about considering your, your life. Uh, I talked about to remember now thy creator in the days of thy, uh, your youth. Colossians 2, 1 says, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Uh, 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 Ephesians 2, 6 says, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk you in him. Now, uh, the Bible instructs us that as a child of God, when we get saved, there ought to be some company that follows you. Right. And into that, uh, we ought to check up. Uh, uh, what are you coming for, uh, 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 Muncie? I'm coming to be checked up. I've got problems. Uh, that, what's your problem? Well, I've got a leg going numb. I've got a foot going numb. And uh, you've tried to get it. You haven't corrected it. But uh, I'm, I need checked up, though. I need to see how it's going. Uh, you checked up on your spiritual life. You say, I'm saved. Oh, bless God. I, I believe the Lord. I believe that God saved me. And, and I, I'm, I'm God's gift to, to all of humanity uh, into that. And uh, I can do whatever I want to. Yeah, that's how you think most of the time. You can do whatever you want to because, I, well, I, I, I believe in Jesus, preacher. And that I, this week, I somebody that living like the devil. I said, how you, uh, you know, if you die, you're going to, oh, yeah, well, why would you go to hell? I believe in Jesus. Well, bless your little pea-picking heart. So does the devil. That's right. uh, and he, he does more than you do. He trembles. You don't. You say, I believe in Jesus. Well, there's more to it than just believing in Jesus. Uh, what's a, what's a following you after you receive Jesus? Ain't got any company? Well, let me say, there ought to be a desire to tell somebody about Jesus, brother, here. You see these signs here? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, 
that he's uh, here. Uh, he said, you may be saved. Uh, if, if you're saved here this morning and you're a child of God and you put your faith in him, that, that, one is, that ought to be something in you that what causes you to want to tell somebody about Jesus Christ. You ought to get excited about it. When I got saved, boy, the first day I went into work and I'm in a, a, a hellish place with a bunch of hellish people, and, uh, but I wanted to tell them. I got religion. I didn't know the words that you used today, but I knew that something had changed in my heart and I wanted to talk about Jesus. Uh, let's talk about Jesus. The King of Kings is He. And, and do, you, do you have that desire in your heart? Oh boy, uh, I, uh, I went, got saved uh, that night and I got baptized and, and then I got to the preacher said, you need to be out there witnessing for the Lord. I did not know one book of the Bible. I did not even at that point have a Bible, but hey, I'll go out. And uh, you, you can take John three sixteen and go up and down the streets and win people to Christ, tell them about the Lord, give them the gospel. You don't need, need a whole lot of scripture. But had, I had a desire in my heart to want to tell somebody I got saved. I got one to say, tell somebody how to be saved. And I didn't even know hardly how to tell them to be saved other than that, uh, know that you're a sinner. So what, what's the company? If any man's in Christ, he's a new creature. Hey, are you listening? Do you desire to want to tell somebody about your Savior? James, he wants to tell somebody about Erica. Jimmy wants to tell somebody about Nicole. They don't want to tell nobody about them, but uh, they, hey, you, 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 something changed in your heart and you got to love. You want to tell somebody about it, don't you? And that, and so I say to you, Dave, one thing that is here, you want to check your salvation is, do you have that desire to be able to tell, to want to tell somebody about the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, reason why I this here, uh, uh, I got to the privilege of preaching Brother Allen's dad's funeral, and uh, I, I preached uh, from the, uh, this chapter. But hey, I come down to the judgment seat of Christ on that. I got to afterward. I got today. Uh, we got to uh, be judged. You got you, you realize today that uh, after you get saved, that you still got a judgment. I don't like to be judged. Do you? Sister Cindy, good to see you this morning. See if you can get uh, Francie straightened out. I'll be praying that Todd to hurry up and get home. Uh, and then you get to pray for Brian to hurry up and get home. Lisa's uh, not able to be here this morning. Uh, but hey, uh, what, what I'm saying here this morning into that, that uh, you, you ought to make note uh, that uh, there is a judgment that has to be, that you have to stand before. It's not all just peaches and cream to being saved. Uh, you hear Brother Lyman uh, talk later on of what he's gone through this tonight. And, but that, uh, hey, uh, there is in uh, being a child of God, uh, you find that we have to stand to give an account. You said it in here today and you got your telephone on, you got the UT texting uh, and you're talking to somebody through that. And while I'm preaching, well, shame on you. You're going to, to, uh, you're going to have to tell the Lord why you did that. Yeah. On that uh, and, uh, and nobody can stand for you. You got to stand for yourself. It, uh, uh, you, you come here. Uh, you you find that uh, uh, it's a time to learn a little bit about the Lord. I, I realize we're not the, the, the best qualified, maybe uh, preachers in the country, but we try to stumble through a message and try to get you to be attentive, to listen to some things, and to put some things into your life. Uh, into that, and so in the, what is comforting you? A desire to tell somebody that you got saved from hell. 
Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, I was headed for hell and, and uh, that, and uh, I talked about hell a whole lot before I got saved. I talked about hell before I got saved, Lord, I talk about it now. Uh, I, I tell a whole lot of people, go and go there. Uh, that was one of the things that when we were, before I got saved, uh, I wouldn't mind one bit to tell you where to go. But now, the thing is, when you get saved, people quit telling people to go there. Uh, and, that, and, and so I say to you uh, that the God saved me from going to a place of hell. It ought to be that I won't tell somebody else not to go there. It ought to be that I'm concerned for the lost. And then let me say this to you. If you got saved, when I got saved, I didn't, I, the first message that I ever listened to, uh, uh, that I got saved. I didn't like preaching. Somebody started trying to preach, I'd turn them off. 25 years old, I had not heard a message of preaching. I've heard some start, but I never would give them attention. I'd turn them off before I going through a radio or something. But boy, after I got saved, I got a thirst for preaching. That's why I like going to church. I don't give a flip who's a preaching. I like to hear preaching. I've got a thirst to hear the word of God proclaimed. And, that, and I can not understand how a Christian professes to be saved and that that uh, don't accompany you in your salvation that you have a thirst to hear the Word of God proclaimed. You say, well, i got my favorite preachers. Well, that's all right. But Jimmy's not my favorite. I love him to death. He's just like one of my own boys. He's probably not my favorite preacher, but I love to hear him preach. He brought a good message the other day. I on that Mike he's not my favorite preacher but I'd love to hear him preach you say well who's your favorite preacher oh I'm glad you so asked you're looking at him I thought that might get some of you back attentive a little bit but it considered the life you are now living some things do you have uh, that uh, a, a desire? I want. Uh, do you have a desire to be preached at? I'm preaching to you, but do you desire to be preached at? People well, I'm that preacher. I wish they, they, they would preach something that uh, uh, wouldn't be so hard and, and wouldn't be so cruel and, and they wouldn't uh, talk about so many different people. I like for a preacher to tell me how sinful I am, how sorry I am. And how that I need to let the word of God get down in my heart and correct some things in my life. And that it ought to be after I got saved, I got to listen and enjoy. Oh, that preacher got the first time I, I had a pack of uh, 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 Marlboro cigarettes in that pocket. And I went and that, that preacher got to preaching on smoking. Oh boy, did my blood get to getting red and getting hot. My blood pressure got going with that I had the audacity to preach on smoking. But before he got through, I had I laid my cigarettes on the altar and realized how simple it was and, and that I ought to quit them things. And, and by the way, if you're smoking them and puffing them, you ought to quit too. You ought to get some conviction that that smoke is not good for you. And it's not a good testimony for the Lord. And so I cut over that. And I told boy, I do, uh, that way you take the things and when you, you have it set your head, my attitude about things change. When you get saved and the, the word of the Holy Spirit of God comes in, there ought to be a change in your attitude and your habits. The attitude that you have towards some things. I got an attitude toward country music. 
I used to love country music. I loved to listen. Have your Elvis Presley sing the blue suede shoes. Uh, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. I used to I love to you know, hear. I mean, uh, you, I could just about to wiggle with him. <laughs> but what I'm saying, after I got saved, something came in and said, "Hey, that's not right." That's right. And so I gave up. I never did get into into rock music. I never did like that. I didn't like the way they looked. Uh, I'm saying this as, as a child of God. It ought to be. I want to look like a Christian. It ought to be that as a child of God. I want people to to, to have to make a distinction. Am I am I a boy or a girl? I want them to know that hey, uh, that uh, you don't have to determine and try to find out. I want to look like a man. On that, and boy, and that, so I didn't like rock music. I got got convicted about music, and now I'll be quite honest with you. I'm so convicted about some gospel music. I just can't stand some gospel music now. Uh, the best music that I get to listen to and I get to hear is music that has come from this church. I love to hear you sing. I love to hear our specials. Them girls this morning to me uh, was a whole lot better than the Judd family. That getting all the recognition of being such a good singer because it's from Ashland, Kentucky, I guess. I think they had somebody that did a good job singing, but that was just after I got saved, it took, I didn't have that appetite for that. Uh, accompanied salvation. What is it that, that is that you it changed in some of your habits? Some of you get you used to go to the to the the bars and. You like to have a little social drink, and and that. Uh, but when you get saved, it ought to be. I hate that uh, stuff. I hate that atmosphere. I don't like that jukebox. I haven't played a jukebox since I got saved. I haven't drank a drop of liquor since I got saved. And I quit smoking. It took me a little while to quit smoking cigarettes. After I laid them on the altar and said I quit, what I did, I went back the next day and picked them up. I said, oh, surely, Lord, you're not serious about this. It took me a little while. The Lord had to... uh, chastised me a little bit. He sent me down on Interstate 75 down here in a, in a downpour of rain. My car stopped and wouldn't start. Quit running. I'm sitting there thinking, Lord, what are you going to do? How are we going to get this started? And I got a cigarette in my hand. And I said, Lord, if you get this old car started, I'll not smoke another cigarette. I threw that cigarette out the window, turned over, hit the ignition, it fired up. I went to Virginia, came back, it never stopped again. I have not smoked another cigarette. You say, well, because you didn't want to? No, no, I'd, I'd, I'd climb a tree to smoke one. But I, <laughs> I knew, felt the terror of the Lord. I made a promise to God I wasn't going to do it. Now, I've broken a lot of promises to the Lord. But now that's one promise I kept. And I've been tempted down through the years to smoke to people like James who tried to give me cigarettes. Nope, I ain't smoking them. Uh, that, I've, I've had people you know, try to give me a beer. No, I ain't smoking the beer. I ain't drinking the beer. What I'm saying is when I got saved, some things changed. If any man's in Christ, he is a what? New creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. And so I said into that here this morning uh, that uh, the new man in Christ desires repentance. That's a new word for some of you, isn't it? I'll run, I get out, I get into sin, and I, I sin, and I, I do something that I know that uh, God is not pleased with. And I run to 1 John 1 9 and say, Lord, you said if I confess it, you'd be faithful and just to forgive me and to cleanse me of it. And go right on and then they do it again. 
there's a repentance has to be made. When I came to Christ, I repented of my sins. I asked God's forgiveness and I, I turned around. The repentance is that I'm going this way and I turned around and I went started going this way. That's that. Hey, some things that follow with salvation is that it ought to be that sin bothers you. It ought to be that when I get that, that, when that which comes into my life that is not right, that it bothers me. The fear of sin that I didn't have before I got saved, I have now. The fear of God. And when I got saved, I really didn't fear God before I got saved. My fear of God started after I got saved. I began to realize some things. So I'm saying here, i got to quit. But anyway, can I say to you, as a new person in Christ, as a new man, some things that accompany salvation, it ought to be, I love the Word of God. It ought to be that the Bible has a meaning to me. I wouldn't, and, I, and that come to uh, come to church without the Word of God. Oh, my soul, that'd be that'd be terrible. Uh, the Bible ought to be your constant companion. It ought to be one that is close to you. You ought to have a prayer life. Uh, in that a person that has been saved, they ought to be pray, they ought to be have a prayer life. They ought to be praying into that. That's why we have Wednesday night uh, prayer time to come to pray. And you can do that. And then uh, real quickly here, get through these uh, that uh, enjoying the fruit of the Spirit. As a child of God, after I got saved and born again, the things that begin to accomplish salvation, the love, the joy, the peace, the long-suffering, things that I did not have before I got saved, the fruit of the Spirit. And could I say to you today, I don't know what battles that you're battling. I don't know what you're going through. But I get into that to check up and say, Lord, I don't have the joy that I used to have. But Lord, you said that I could have joy. And God said, into that, you, you follow me. There is in that the, the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace in the Holy Spirit. I've said it often and I enjoy life. I enjoy the life that God has changed for me. I enjoy coming to, I don't understand why anybody don't want to go to church. Now, I like the Cincinnati Reds baseball team. One of the best teams in the major leagues. <laughs> Brother Darrell got me a red hooded Cincinnati shirt I'm just dying to wear. But if you gave me a choice of going to see the Cincinnati Reds play the Chicago Cubs... I'd tell you, or go to church, I would have to tell you just to go ahead and let the Reds and the Cubs uh, go to uh, purgatory. I'm going to church. I'd rather go to church as to go. Now, I like, go to a baseball game if it's on a Friday night or something. But when it comes Sunday, no, sir. Uh, here comes Sunday. That's my time for me and the Lord. Uh, we have time uh, to fellowship. We have time to get. To, I want the Lord to, sh to show my love to the Lord. And you show your love to the Lord by being in church. Do you know that God never uses anybody outside the church to mount anything? I'm not uh, seeing a person that's not active in a, in a, in a local uh, uh, assembly of, 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 uh, of Baptists that God do much with. I thank God that, God, uh, uh, that uh, I'm a member of a Baptist Church. I thank God that God can use me. And if you wasn't a member, you won't be doing much for God. The Lord established His church for you to work and to labor out of. It ought to be that hey, when I got saved, I want to be a, I want to be a member of God's body. 
I want to be a member of a good Bible-believing sound church. Now, I probably got on some of your feet today. If that's, that's all right, if I did, I, I, uh, I won't make no apology for it. I'm just wanting you to get some company in your salvation. I just want you to have something that is good for you. And into that, I want to uh, just uh, the things that accompany salvation that are dear, a love for Jesus, a desire to get the gospel to the lost. I want to be a soul winner and a fear of God in sin and understanding to repent. A change of habits and affections, a prayer life, convictions about the Bible, and a love for good, hard Bible preaching. Consider the life that you are now living. My life is a trust from God. Second, I am where I am now as a result of the choices I have made. Peter said we ought to obey God rather than man. Third, life is a system of living outwardly our internal value system. Fourth, my life is filled with consequences from all the previous choices I've made. Fifth, my present life is being carried out under the curse of sin. And sixth, my present life is under the observation by God and it will be finally evaluated by Him. Is God satisfied with your life? When you stand one day at the judgment seat of Christ, let's stand please.